All right, let's open Pandora's box today. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. If you have never joined, my name is Cub. My real name is Jacob, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we unpack uh, deep mysteries, ideas, concepts, the esoteric, the world of magic and mythology, spirituality, faith, and the paranormal realms. And that's exactly what we do here. Uh, we love doing that in love and light with all respect and unity to all walks of faith, religion, uh, ethnicities, orientations. Uh, we don't care where you do or don't go to church, who you're married to, or what the color of your skin is, as long as you are here in love and light. Thank you, that guy says, love this guy. Thank you for being here. Uh, so we got another great episode today. I took yesterday off just kind of unplanned um, because I was just feeling really, really heavy yesterday and I needed kind of a reset to just take care of stuff. We had uh, a vet appointment with the dogs. Then I had a bunch of admin stuff to do on the back end of the website. And I just took some time to kind of recalibrate. And one of the things that I remembered and realized, and this is a great lesson for all of us, is all of these concepts we talk about, they're great, but if we don't apply anything, then it has no power or value in our life. Um, well, Merle, thank you for being here. Merle, I actually did not have a show yesterday. That's what I was just sharing. Uh, kind of took the day off just to reset. Um, and, and I do that sometimes because I need it. Being in the spiritual world here, uh, a lot of the work we do on this channel is uh, of a highly spiritual nature, and it's different than a regular content creator just spitting out content all the time. Um, I need to be accurate. I need to be on. I need to be tapped in. I need to be balanced. Uh, there's this whole thing that has to happen before you guys ever see an episode. And I was able to spend my hour this morning praying, meditating, uh, a little sun gazing as the clouds went over the sun. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful morning. So um, so hopefully you guys understand what I'm talking about. This, the, this is not just something to be uh, looked at and have head knowledge about. There's a difference between knowledge and gnosis. And gnosis is, hi Marvell. Marvell's here to, to join us this morning. Gnosis so when we take this information and we build it as a part of our operating system, uh, Lynn says, I appreciate that about you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, Merle says, ready for my daily fruit, brother. Absolutely. Me too. So uh, I'm just going to share some things I received this morning, and we're really going to talk about the mythology of Pandora's box. This is very, very important for anyone digging into the spiritual realms, anyone looking for a higher level of spirituality. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, we don't practice, teach, or preach anything to do with like sorcery or incantations or any of that type of uh, thing on this channel. And I'm not disrespecting anyone, but for me, all of the ascended masters that I, that I teach from, that I learn from, uh, including Krishna, Buddha, and specifically the Christ, um, taught esoteric, the kingdom within you, uh, wielding of frequencies, imagination, ideas, love for others. Um, and those are the most powerful thing in the world. And that's what I talk about, the fruit. Look for the fruit. 
Um, one of the things a family member said to me today is that there's so many deceptions out there. Um, and to not forget that we have guidance with that. And one of the, the, the ways that we can be guided with that, if you're not, uh, someone who experiences like, you know, the voice from the beyond or any kind of like Holy spirit type thing, uh, because we have to remember you have millions of people that claim the Holy spirit. None of them agree with each other. So, uh, that to me is, is great proof that nobody is, is understanding what the Holy Spirit really is or what it's saying. Uh, we've taken the mother side out of that spirit too, rather than that comfort and that guidance and that, that so small voice that urges us to do the right thing, uh, to manifest love and light in this world. We've taken that away and we, we often write off these, you know, uh, things that we get on the war path, you know, like I'm going to, you know, all these people on the, on the system and you don't understand, well, the government, you know, and again, this is not a conspiratorial channel. That is not what we do here. Uh, there's plenty of those out there and I'm just not interested in doing that because I believe we can raise the vibration of humanity. I believe we can build a better world for everyone. And I believe that we can step into new timelines as a society, uh, by embodying that Christ energy. So, uh, with that said, that's how we're going to approach Pandora's box today. Pandora's box is definitely uh, a really cool mythology, and it's something that we don't often understand, especially here in the West. So um, the idea is, is that Pandora was created by the gods. Um, and so Greek mythology connected with the myth of Pandora and Hesiod's work of days. Hesiod reported that curiosity led her to open a container left in the care of her husband, thus releasing physical and emotional curses upon mankind. Now, I do want to state that in the original mythology, it was a jar, not a box. Now, we have all of this box imagery. Um, somewhere along the way, it got retranslated and it became a box rather than a jar uh, or an urn. Uh, which is what they would have been used to back then, you know, lots of things made out of clay. Now, there was also an analogy there that she was too made out of clay by the gods, okay? And that the jar was a, a representation of the vessel of her or the vessel of all of us. So with that said, um, I think that, okay, sorry, we lost connection there. Uh, so let me, let me go back and say that just in case that it dropped off. I don't know what the internet's doing this morning, but it said bad connection. So, um, she had a box that was gifted to her by the gods. Um, and I don't remember all the gods specific names. So, uh, but Pandora was created by the gods. She was, uh, made from clay and she had a vessel. And we're still having connection issues, guys. I'm sorry. Let me, um, I may have to jump off here, actually. Let me do that and then move the internet thing or reset it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, if we have this recorded episode, I hate for it to be all discombobulated. Well, it's it's good now. We'll continue. We'll continue. If it ends up bad, I'll have to do two separate episodes. But right now, we have good connections. So if you guys lose me, let me know in the comments. Uh, so Pandora was made by the gods, made out of clay, and she had a clay vessel that she was gifted and told not to look in it because human eyes could not gaze upon it. Uh, and of course, she got curious one day and opened it, and upon opening it, uh, all manner of unspeakable horrors and energies and entities 
uh, escaped into the world, like all the bad things in the world, the darkness um, escaped that box, according to the mythology or the, the actual urn that she had. Again, it was changed from an urn to a box at some point in the translation. Earlier translations had uh, the urn or the clay jar, which again, there's a deeper level of understanding in that, that esoteric understanding, meaning it's just under the surface. It's within that esoteric understanding. She was made of clay. So was the jar. It's almost a representation of what happens when we get so curious and look within ourselves. Once that darkness is all released, what happened with this story? She heard a faint tinkling, like, you know, like Tinkerbell kind of thing uh, within it and opened it again and found that there was light and hope and restoration in it. And that's often something we miss. We, we take the box analogy. We've separated that from the, the person of Pandora in the mythology. We've turned that into a box. Now it's a wooden box rather than a clay vessel representing her as a clay vessel. You guys see the analogy here with Genesis chapter 3, which we're going to read from. Genesis chapter 3 is where the serpent enters and you have this uh, this fruit that, that humanity is not supposed to eat from. So here's what's interesting, guys. We often want to say that one mythology is true over the other. And that's really not how I approach this channel. I approach it with... Uh, let's look at all mythologies. Let's look at the common threads. Let's try to understand the nature of humanity and the nature of divinity. I posted a quote on my Facebook the other day, and it's gotten a lot of back and forth on it. And uh, it said, uh, perhaps we should focus more on not making God human, but rather making ourselves more divine. And specifically with the esoteric understanding of that, not that, you know, I'm a God and I can do whatever I want. Of course, people took it that way, you know. But for you guys that know, you know, you understand what my channel is about. Um, and so opening up that Pandora's box of self, of self, is really what I want to talk about today. This is where it gets crazy, guys. Curiosity blanked the cat, right? Uh, Pandora's box. Don't open Pandora's box. Don't open that can of worms. Again, we have all of these colloquialisms, these sayings that are warning against the curiosity of the common man to look under the surface. Yet you have ascended masters like Christ himself who came and he said the kingdom of God is within you. So what has to be uh, what has to happen? Angel Appleseed says, beautiful background. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm working with some new artwork, guys. I wanted to bring a little more realism into some things. So I'm using some new codes to generate the artwork um, with the same whimsy that I always have. But uh, these get even more beautiful when they're rendered out more. I render them to a certain point for um, for the podcast here because it's in you know smaller vertical form. But uh, we are going to be putting a lot of this new artwork on some new uh, apparel, some new merch. So if you do like the old artwork that I had and you want any opportunity to get it, uh, like here is the, here's the old stuff, by the way. Um, this is the prayer portal with Jesus praying in front of the prayer portal. It's an all-over print jersey-style shirt. Absolutely beautiful. And... Um, 
If you guys want to get any of this and support the channel, you can get it over at CubCooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, CubCooker.com. And then use the coupon code CLEARANCE, CLEARANCE, uh, all caps, CLEARANCE. That'll get you 40% off. That's most of my margin on that. But I want to clear them out and give as many people uh, as as wants them an opportunity to grab them. That's going to make way for our new team merch. If you don't know about our team, um, our team is a pretty cool concept uh, that I've come up with. And it really represents a whole philosophy behind this channel. So team stands for transcend your limitations, elevate your consciousness, align yourself with love and manifest your desired reality. Not only do we have a team membership behind this, it's available at cubcooker.com as well, uh, where you're going to get team monthly virtual meetups, team private Facebook group, team training video library, team early access updates, team free downloads, team speaker sessions, and team merch discounts, uh, including but not limited to. Uh, so the value scale of these may change and evolve as the needs of the community grow, but as a supporter, you're gaining access to an ever-changing library of content, special events, and discounts on other opportunities. So this is just a really cool way you can support what we're doing, get a lot of extra value. And as we build this team over there, uh, I'm literally going to have team exclusive teachings and trainings. Now these are going to be built around meditations and sessions that you can do yourself at home to try and understand and tap into that level that uh, I get fed every day. And again, doing the work. I had to uh, remember yesterday that the team is not just an idea. It's about team work, doing the work together. And Pandora's box is no different here. Uh, Once it's opened, it it can unleash all manner of these problems as the story goes. Yet on the inside, once you dig through all, what do I say every day on this channel? The kingdom of God is within you, but you have to dig through all your own BS first to find it. That's why the path is so narrow, because most people are not willing to. And I'm not here to say that, you know, salvation is something I can earn or work my way towards. It's something you already have. I believe that was the message of Christ. That that which is within you, will either destroy you or save you. That is from the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, and it's a beautiful quote. And the more I understand about Gnosticism, the more I love it. Um, It has its own weird mythologies with it, just like every belief system. And rather than adopting one belief system, I am seeking the authentic reality. And that's what we are all doing here. Now, obviously, I have a core buildup of Christian faith. And some of that I've had to deprogram from. Some of that I am starting to see the light in it even more. And so I'm able to combine uh, Eastern belief systems, um, even European mythological belief systems. Of course, I'm of Germanic descent, so I've got a lot of Norse mythology in my background. We're going to be talking about a lot of Norse mythology this winter as we get into the winter, which I'm really looking forward to doing. Uh, Part of it is because it's my heritage. The other part um, is because I think it's really interesting. Norse mythology is some of the weirdest, most uh, discombobulated. And it actually, while it has a lot of similarities to like Greek mythologies, uh, it is actually so different in so many ways. And there's so many things that I don't understand about it. I'm looking forward to diving in on it. So, um what do you think work out your own salvation with fear and trembling means to you? Oh, dude, absolutely. That's so good. 
you know, Pandora, she opened the box. Uh, it was terrified. She was terrified. Again, it wasn't a box. It was a vessel. It was a clay vessel, just like her, just like you and me. We're made from clay. That is the understanding. We're carbon-based life forms. Uh, everything is uh, from the dust to the dust here on this in this physical realm that we're in. And so digging into yourself and literally going through all your own BS uh, is going to cause some fear and trembling. I mean, it, it has for me. Like, you know, there were times in my life when I didn't even think that I was worthy to live. And that's some BS that's really hard to get through, guys. Like, that is something that's not comfortable. That is something that most people don't want to deal with. They just want to ascend and walk into this beautiful reality. And there's there's a thing called shadow work. Um, and I'm not big into that. Uh, because I don't think that that's the end all be all. There's a lot of people that teach that, but I think that's part of it is like, you got to open the box to let all of that stuff out first or the vessel. And then you find that hope within that, that smaller voice. It's that light that why did the darkness run out of the vessel? That's my esoteric question. Why did the darkness leave the vessel so readily? Because the light was in there with it, and it did not want to be around the light. It could not be around the light. It had to leave and flee from the light. And so once she's left with this light or this little, you know, that, that bell-like sound that, it, that the mythology talks about, that hope, she now had a new opportunity uh, to step into a new truth in her life. And I think that that's beautiful too. Like, again, most of us don't want to let out all of the stuff within us because we just try to suppress it. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, taking action on all the horrible thoughts that we all have, uh, because everybody has them. Everybody has their dark days. Everybody has their depressions. Everybody has their anxieties. Everybody has their worries and their doubts and their fears. But again, when we open that clay vessel and we become open to God, open to God being within us. That's when all of those things can clear out of the way and we can finally find that eternal light that is within us. So, uh, I find I need to clear my past, uh, to peace before I could find love. Lynn, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's one thing I had, um, Marvell, come here. Marvell's trying to eat the plants again. Uh, I had so many issues personally when I got married and I wish that I had understood this, this idea of self, you know, uh, we're, I grew up in a society that talks about, well, don't elevate yourself, you know, don't love yourself. You got to love God. That's what, well, when you realize that God is a part of you and God is within you, and then all of these messages around the world that are about, uh, you know, loving God and not, uh, not self, you know, you've got to die to self. You've got to blah, 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 all of that stuff, you know, rather than it being an esoteric understanding of the death of the ego, the ego, that's different guys. The ego falling away is that is the so small path. That is the narrow path that most people will not, because even while they worship a God, they still hold an ego above all else even when those belief systems are shook, they hold on to them with an ego rather than giving way to the open vessel where that light can then come out into the world. So, um, and so for me, yeah, when I first got married, I had so much ego, so many things that I thought I needed or thought I deserved or thought whatever, you know, we all go through it. Most people find themselves within a divorce, by the way. Uh, and they're on their second or third marriage at this point and no judgment to them at all. But 
had both parties let that ego go and let that light come forth as a vessel because a marriage is a vessel. I don't care who you're married to. It's a vessel that you can either fill with negative things and ego and keep that darkness coming forth from it, or you can fill it with light. And so the two become one. My wife and I were both trying to operate on such different levels. She was focused on certain parts of starting our life. I was focused on uh, still these, these turmoils that I had within me, these things that because I wasn't open to the authentic God, I wasn't open to the authentic spirit of truth in the world. Um, I was trying to make God something that I could understand rather than just being in existence. Uh, and one of my friends posted on TikTok today that, um, you know, an Eastern philosophy is that, you know, the, the flower doesn't have to try to be beautiful. It just is. And even Christ in the Bible says, you know, are the lilies of the field not clothed in beauty? How much more do you think the father will take care of you? Um, and so we forget that. And I had somebody post on Facebook yesterday and I don't like calling people out with their username and stuff. Some people do that on TikTok, but I'm not big on that because I, I you know, I just don't like calling people out. Uh, I let, let people find their own path. That's one of the things I do here, but they did post something that really, really grabbed me. And it was, I just thought, what a, what an awful way to look at it. You know, they said that, you know, for them, they have to try. They always have to try. They have to try to be good enough for God. They have to try to find their salvation, try to serve Jesus, try to be better. Um, and guys, I just don't think that that's it. Once you, the, the, the hardest part of the, the work, the trying is that ego, letting that ego go fly away. Um, and then finding that light, nurturing that light, becoming a, a manifester of that light. And one thing I talk about here is where does the seed come from? And another one of my friends on TikTok, he did a video today where he's talking about the seed. Any seed that bears uh, evil, you can tell by the fruits. The fruits of that are uh, destruction, unalivement, depression, fear, anxiety, anything that's not of that higher vibration, that love, that unity, that oneness, that openness. And then the seed that is of the light bears the fruit of love, unity, forgiveness, faith. You know, it's really not as hard as people try to make it. You know, we, we add all of these different characters to the stories to try and understand it. And then here we are thousands of years down the road. Now we argue over who the authentic characters are rather than those characters all represent the energies that we interact with, the spirits that we interact with. And I'm not talking about all manner of, Oh, there's demons everywhere and there's spirits everywhere and be afraid of them. I'm talking about guys, there's billions and trillions and quadrillions or whatever number I can't even say of God's, of sons of God, of entities, angelic beings. Some of good, some are good, some are bad. Some of them made the choice to fall and serve the Satan. Some of them have made the choice to continue to serve the light, the one, the one that is made of light, sometimes called the Buddha of light, sometimes called Krishna, sometimes called Christ, the Christ energy or the glorified Christ. 
that we're all a part of that body, by the way. Somebody else commented, like, quit making Jesus a white hippie and start to make him the, the hair of wool um, and then the, the feet of bronze. And, and, guys, this is esoteric. You know, the the hair of wool represents wisdom. Who is the mother of the Christ? How did the Christ energy even come into existence by the Divine Father and the Divine Mother? The Divine Mother set as wisdom, Lady Wisdom. The Holy Spirit bringing wisdom. Christ energy being born through you by the combination of the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine. Are these entities that we'll physically interact with or at least energetically interact with in some other form or level of consciousness once we pass from this physical plane? Absolutely. But we keep trying to make them into physical entities. And that's why I posted that quote. Quit trying to make God more human and let's make ourselves more divine. And I think that that's... I just said that randomly on, on a podcast the other day. Just total download. I thought it was beautiful. And so I'm I'm running with it. So... Uh, let's see. Merle says, I just finished Enoch. What text should I go with next? Hmm. Let's see. Um, if you haven't done gospel of Thomas, that's probably been one of the biggest catalysts besides Enoch. Enoch shook me off my high horse. Enoch was my Pandora's box. So let's talk about this for a minute. The, the idea of Pandora's box Deprogramming is something that's really hard because each of us have been programmed from birth. Like there was a time between when we were born and when we came of age and a lot of us come of age, you know, at, you know, even a few weeks old, like we experience failure or pain or doubt or, uh, you know, someone being upset because we're screaming and crying or whatever that is. But, there, there's a point, and, and the Gospel of Thomas talks about this. Uh, in, in it, Yeshua, Christ, says um, that a wise man uh, will not hesitate to ask a seven-day-old seven child what the place of life is, uh, for that child has not forgotten it. And I'm paraphrasing, but, but it's a really good analogy. And when Christ said you become must become like a little child, you know, he wasn't just talking about, the kids that ran up to him, you know, he's talking about that, that point when you are part of God and no one's told you otherwise, you, you know, God, because you are God, you're a seed of the kingdom. And at that point, that seed has not been spoiled. The enemy hasn't snatched it away as the analogy of the seed on the path. The briars haven't taken it over as the analogy of the seed that fell into the briar. The world hasn't, it hasn't gotten baked out by the sun where it won't bear fruit because it took so much punishment so early on. Like all of these are analogies for us, our life. And so I think that that's beautiful. You know, it's, that is the point where the seed is still rooted to the kingdom, the kingdom within that child, that unspoiled life knows where the place of life is because it's within it already. And then it's programmed by, you know, by all intents and purposes for good reasons because, you know, child has to grow up, got to get a job, got to whatever, you know, all the things, right? I'm just saying we know there's part of us that still knows. 
Uh, let's look at some comments here. Uh, is that Verde you're talking about? I've been listening to him and found on YouTube. Um, no, I'm so, uh, Derek Jester is one of the guys I'm talking about. He's got a really powerful message on, uh, how Christianity ended in 70 AD, uh, when Christ finished his work and returned the kingdom back to God, uh, that had been hijacked. And, and I go as far as to say hijacked by, uh, ancient gods, extraterrestrial races on this planet, uh, that were supposed to be angels of God, but decided to go ahead and do their own thing. Um, and so he's got a really powerful message around that. The other one that, uh, posted the quote, um, where was that? I think that was Bob Peck, uh, here on, on TikTok. It was either Bob Peck or Daniel Tyek. Um, both of which fantastic, fantastic. I've had the privilege of speaking with Bob. He's, he's building a, a beautiful community right now. He wrote a book called Original Sin is a Lie. And so, um, you know, that idea that we're all just sinful. You know, we were born into it, guys. We inherited it. That's the inheritance that the old religious law brought. Uh, our actual lineage, our actual connection is to the Father. That's who we really are when we remember it. When we open that vessel and let all of those things that we've packed in there let them fly away and give birth to the light. So that's absolutely, absolutely what I think the whole Pandora's box mythology is about is us as a vessel made in clay by the gods, given a clay vessel, told not to look within that vessel lest all manner of unspeakable things happen. And once we dig through that, we find the path to the kingdom of God. And it's within us all along. I love you guys. I'm going to end it on that. I'm not going to do as long of an episode today because we just don't need to. We don't have to sit here and ramble on for an hour when we have a powerful message. And I think that this is one that I would like to just stand strong so that people realize this is the essence of what I'm teaching here. And in this time of Halloween that we're in, uh, Pandora's box is this great creepy story, you know, not to look within. And I think that we need to remember how many things we're told that tell us don't look within. God is not in the sky guys. He's within you. And we're told daily and we have plenty of mythologies to warn us against it. And I think the true meaning of this mythology is reminding us that there is something beautiful inside us. And again, we've flipped that around to be this scary thing. Don't open it. Don't look within. Don't go through that door. And then we convince ourselves of that as well. But where does that seed come from? That beautiful, beautiful fruit tree that could grow from within if we allow it. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. Consider joining the team, T-E-A-M. It's over at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, where you can transcend your limitations, elevate your consciousness, align yourself with love, manifest your desired reality. That's what I teach every day. I'm going to continue to show up here and do it for free. But if you want to go down the rabbit hole with me, get access to the private Facebook community. Uh, we're going to have virtual meetups within that community. We've got a training video library I'm working on. Uh, you'll get early access to any updates within this community. 
also free downloads that I'm going to be offering in there. Um, and then I'm looking to get special guest speakers within there to help teach as well. Um, and then also team merch discounts with that. So like when we have the new t-shirt launches and stuff, you'll get an extra special discount on top of all of that. So, uh, this is going to be kind of a fluid, ever changing community, uh, based on like where, where we host it, uh, how things are done. We may add value in the future. We may take some away, uh, as it's not popular or whatever. So just know you're joining. It's nine bucks a month right now through the end of October. You're joining to support what we're doing here. And I'm going to give everything I've got to you guys, uh, just to, to help again, support you and your mission. And you're going to get access to trainings. I literally can't do on these public forums where I'm going to lead you through meditations, lead you through the process of this T E A M system, because this is a system that I use in my own life. Guys, y'all that like my teachings, this is how I got here. And that's why we have the team. That's why I have the teachings and the trainings. That's why we're doing the meditations in there. It's going to be a whole different thing. So as we get into that, just understand that's where it's coming from. And uh, we've got some really cool stuff coming with that. So I appreciate you guys for being here. My wife just walked in, so uh, I got to go find out if something's wrong or she's just home for lunch. So she looked happy, so I'm hoping she's home for lunch. But anyway, catch me this afternoon, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe. That's the best way you can help support what we're doing. Just share this with a friend or family member that needs some hope, needs some light, and maybe needs to open that vessel up to more than what they've been told. I love you guys. I'll see you this afternoon. Peace.